0: Well, hello, internet friends near and far. Welcome to another episode of Parks and Conversation, and this is a podcast where we watch an episode of Parks and Rec, and then we talk about it. We converse, if you will. And uh, by converse, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm talking with my friend Jeremy, who's all the way across the town, but through the power of the internet, we're able to communicate
1: to one another. Jeremy, hello. Hey, hello. <laughs> <laughs> How are you today? This this, this this is way better than how we normally communicate through telepathy, because other people can now hear it. Yeah, I can barely hear you
0: when we are communicating through telepathy. So I think maybe you're mm-hmm. in a dead zone.
1: Oh yeah, it's I don't have many telepathic towers around me. I, I maybe just your mind though. Your mind is in it. wow. Zone. I see that. See that took me a while. Okay, uh, I get it. Do you? Wait, what oh, I see. Oh, I got I see. Oh, I see. Uh, my, brain, my brain isn't smart enough. I guess. I have bad brain. My brain is bad. <laughs> how how are you doing?
0: I'm great. I'm great. Today is uh we normally uh listener we normally record on Fridays, but today, uh due to schedule things, we're actually recording on a Saturday. So I mean we're coming in on our day off <laughs> to coming in to the podcast mines to uh to, uh, delve the depths of this episode. I'm excited. I, I, I just love talking about parks and recreation and, uh, it's always fun to hang out with Jeremy, even if I can't see you and that that's, that's all right. That's the part that makes it fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, um, well, let's, uh, let's talk let's about see. some things.
0: Were you okay. going to say something?
1: No, I was just going to say, what what episode is this, and what um what do you think? Like, what was your initial impressions of yeah uh, new? What was this one? This was new, the uh, new beginnings. New, new beginnings. Last episode was second chunts. <laughs> this one is
0: new beginnings, and I wish they would have misspelled it after second chunts, like to have like yeah. k n e w or g n u, that would have been more fun. But or, ca-
1: or new like canoe canoe beginnings.
0: Yeah, the K right. is silent. Yeah, <laughs> B- or what if they actually pronounce the K? Can- canoe, Yeah. Like this what is... if what if what if Stu's last name was Canoe? Stu Stew Canoes. Stu. And it was Canoe beginning. <laughs> canoe beginnings. And then you're like, oh, wait a second. Anyway,
1: maybe not. Maybe there's a reason we don't That's, write for these shows. That was a missed a missed uh, chance right there. Hey, yeah. this is the hundredth episode this of, is of the Parks 100th episode
0: yeah it's our 101st episode though because we did uh the covid special
1: yes and we're not our quite sure I, I, I don't know if we count like some of those episodes were like two-parters so i don't know i don't know where the math ends up yeah regardless okay. regardless mm-hmm.
0: we're we're here and we're ready And so this episode, uh, Leslie is back in the parks department and things have changed and she's not really ready for that. And Jerry is helping Chris and Ann uh, get married or commit to one another. Uh, And uh, Ben is the new city manager and he is trying to exert his authority, which goes great. So uh, I think I've pretty much summed it up. Yeah. well, Well, what do you think of it? I th- I thought it was okay. I really like my favorite of the three storylines is Ben's storyline. Yeah. Agreed. Um, he, Adam Scott is just delightful when he is uh, trying to not freak out around the police. Uh, and then also when he's trying to pull a prank, <laughs> he's just so let's, great.
1: Let's go to the
0: <laughs> front area. <laughs> Come out with, uh, leave anything you don't want to get wet like you normally do.
1: <laughs> Come out with me to the, the front. Yeah, he's he's fantastic. Just being awkward, he is he's my definitely my spirit animal, and uh, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Uh, so.
0: so yeah, so what's the, let's uh, talk about Chris and Ann and uh, their story. Let's start there, and then we'll talk about Ben's, and then we'll talk about uh, Leslie and Ron and Tom and Stu. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. All right. So here we go, Chris. And they are going around City Hall, taking pictures to uh, give to their unborn baby. Uh, at some point, I don't uh, showing them like where they met. Sounds weird, but okay. Uh, and so they go out to the courtyard, which is not where they met, but it's a significant part of their life. And there's Jerry eating crackers,
1: <laughs>
0: just, like a pigeon, like a pigeon, like a pigeon, just eating crackers
1: <laughs> and he's like reading the newspaper like saltines like that's There's that's saltine, what Gary's doing say, yeah not 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 even like Ritz or even the Keebler like club crackers oh those are so good I, right because they're just like crunchy sticks of butter he's eating saltines the preferred cracker of grandma's everywhere
0: yeah I mean that's that sums it up and uh so they um ask jerry to take a picture of them and he's so excited and then he asks like when are you guys going to get married and uh and it's like well we haven't talked about it it's taking a back seat and 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 jerry's like you guys are in love and i really think you guys are special and you give me hope for the world and he's saying all these nice things and stops talking and i love chris his response that literally went on forever <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's trying to be nice and even chris is like that went on forever um and uh and so then but then he's like you know what but you got me thinking and perkins will you marry me and in the background jerry starts choking on his saltine
1: crackers uh because he gasps that he's 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 you know party to this engagement proposal and uh Cracker dust. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Cracker Dust. Uh, and uh which isn't that is- what they call meth?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, I was going to say, that's my, my, that's my, oh, no, I lost it. Who's the guy who does rap and he's terrible? Kid Rock. That's my Kid Rock cover band.
1: Kid Rock cover band, dust. Everybody, welcome to the stage. Crackadust, Bow, bow, chicka, bow, bow. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'd avoid that
0: <laughs> i would definitely not go to those shows <laughs> um i know exactly where what town to never go to when they're in town cracker dust this week at emerald queen, at emerald queen casino <laughs> smoky robinson and cracker dust
1: <laughs> opening for smoky
0: <laughs> yeah like the lineup at wow. the casino shows are always so strange like i like, First, it's going to be a comedian, and then it's going to be Aerosmith. Two, <laughs> is this also like a, a sequel to Aerosmith. No, it's an Aerosmith cover band, but all polka. So Paul uh, Anka, oh, Paul Anka. Yes, he's always at the Emerald Queen Casino, always.
1: Does he live there now? I don't know about you. I think he does. I don't know. Yeah, have you... The Paul Anka suite, you can't actually rent it out because that's where he, he lives. Yeah, I don't know if, listener, if you have casinos anywhere near you, but up here in the Pacific Northwest, uh, several of our casinos have, like, is the place for long-retired acts or, you know, 80s rock bands and and, and comedians, sometimes comedians. Um, but yeah, so that's... And also know, down people in-
0: who are taking a break from the festivals, or from, a, like, the... The fair circuit in the summertime?
1: <laughs> yes, the fair circuit. So, yeah. man,
0: awful. Anyway, Jerry's almost dying, and Chris and Ann say, yeah, let's get married. And while he's, they're trying to work this out, Chris re- or Jerry reaches for Chris's water bottle, <laughs> trying to help himself not die, and, and Chris is like, no, sorry, I'm a germaphobe. And, and Jerry's like, totally understand. <laughs> and then uh, he... And tries to put another cracker down. (laughs) I thought another cracker might push it through, but I was wrong. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So they decide to get married and then Jerry clears his airway and, uh, he just is just so blessed to be a part of this whole situation. It's like, that was a beautiful moment. And then immediately starts eating another cracker. What uh, uh, Jeremy, have you ever choked on food in a way that you were afraid for your life?
1: Oh uh, yeah, there's been a time or two. It's a mostly hard candy. I stay away from hard candies now. Hard candy, really? You think you can swallow it too soon? No, I don't know. Like, like you breathe in, like you're, you're, you're. You know, one moment you're, you got a, a butterscotch going, and the next moment you're like, I can't breathe anymore. That's I stay away from those. No more. Okay. Only chewy candies for me. How about you?
0: Uh, yeah. Usually it's not candy. It's probably like. <laughs> uh like a piece of meat that I didn't swallow I didn't chew enough <laughs> um <laughs> yeah that's usually what, what what frightens me most we had uh we have a child we have two children in my house, and uh I'm not gonna name names but uh my son was um <laughs> often uh when he was younger would not chew his food and uh choke on things and one time we were eating lasagna and he's like three years old right so we cut it up pretty good for him and uh he choked on it and uh (laughs) he took like all the cheese and he was trying to eat all the cheese at once (laughs) got a kid and so like i I had to reach into his mouth and pull out this big old string of like kind of chewed cheese it was nasty still good yeah well i put it back on his plate
1: what's he gonna know he's three so it wasn't was it pasteurized? You know what? I don't yeah. care. And yeah. eat it.
0: <laughs> eat this food. So um, yeah. So Chris and Ann they're going to get married. It's exciting. They're going to go Ooh. get an engagement ring. This is wonderful. So they go to the engagement ring and they meet the owner of the store, Theodore, and um, and uh, he's like, "Hey, when's the big day?" I assume this is a. You know, and he makes a shotgun motion, and, and then they explain the nature of their relationship. That it's, it's not a shotgun wedding, but yes, she is pregnant, and we did just decide to get married today, and we haven't told our families or chosen the venue, but it's not a shotgun wedding. So <laughs> uh, this is exciting. Um, and so an extra comes over, an extra. <laughs> In the script, it just says "extra." Uh, a, a woman comes over and is like, "This is." Uh, This is great. We've been planning ours for months and talking about all the different things going on, invitations, table settings, color scheme, dance lessons, and that's just for the rehearsal dinner. And Anne thinks she's joking, and the lady's like, no, seriously, that's just for the rehearsal dinner. Um, And so that made uh, Anne kind of question some things and... (laughs) I loved this interaction when she's like, all we did was punch in jewelry store into our GPS. You remember that romantic moment, Chris? And Chris is like, I was getting gas. I don't remember it. No. <laughs> just Roblo is probably just, he's crushing it in this episode. I, I really do think like his delivery uh, on that literally was going to take forever. And no, I don't remember it. Just so great. So they pick out a ring and Theodore's excited for him. He's like, I can engrave the date. Um, uh, and they are like, well, we haven't had had a chance to discuss it yet. We could engrave
1: 2014 or TBD. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I have on my, my burial plot already is I already have a tombstone there and it just says TBD. <laughs> stay tuned. Stay. <laughs> you, but that, see,
0: that works out well after <laughs> two. Sure. <laughs> cause, like, cause if you're buried and you just have on the tombstone, stay tuned. Like what's going to happen? <laughs> is something something else going to happen? Yeah. Like people are like, oh, this is a cliffhanger. I'll see you next season. <laughs> so i don't know like a Uh, copperfield situation (laughs) yeah i'm gonna make anyway. no i'll stop (laughs) okay uh there was a joke that was probably not gonna be funny (laughs) (laughs) then was it a joke to somebody (laughs) (laughs) to somebody would have been um but not me so uh yeah so they are uh, then they were thinking about this. Look, if neither of us ever thought about this stuff, maybe there's a reason. And, uh, and Chris like, yeah, we we're more married than most people. And and they're like, we're having a kid together. We're moving to a new city together. Uh, and hands like, you let me pee with the door open so I could watch the end of Grey's anatomy. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So then they're like, well, maybe we're not going to buy this ring. Theodore, we'd like to return the ring, uh, and get a refund. And, uh, and so the other lady who's like well maybe we should think this over too <laughs> and uh and now Theodore's losing potentially two people's business it's not going well um and so uh and then Chris looks at him and is like you have a lovely store <laughs> cuz Chris is all about encouragement right um yeah. so then the, they're continue talking it over and they're talking about the benefits of getting married and like taxes are different health insurance different uh, i don't have to feel weird when hotel employees call me mr perkins um and uh and so um chris like uh, and says maybe we should i don't know anymore and chris is just so wonderful like moved by that and he says maybe we should i don't know anymore what a beautiful sentiment <laughs> uh and so theater comes back with the credit card fully refunded and chris like perfect timing we're going to buy this ring charge it <laughs> Um, and so Theodore turns around and is like, all right, let's do it. Um, and then, uh, Chris, he proposed, Chris proposes again and says, I don't know. And Chris says, me neither. Maybe let's not, maybe let's think about it. So he comes back, rings yours again. He's like, actually, we don't want the ring. <laughs> so it's fun. It's fun being Theodore. Um, later on, uh, Theodore's on the phone and he's talking to, uh, his son. I'm I'm sorry, buddy. Daddy can't come home to tuck you in. (laughs) Uh, So, um, and Chris asks about his kid and he's like, just pick a thing. (laughs) And so, Anne finds a locket that she wants to put a picture of their child in the locket. Um, And, uh, you know, they've never been very traditional and points out that (laughs) <laughs> they made out the first night they met and then Chris points out. And when we did date, we broke up, but you didn't realize it. And that was very embarrassing for you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so they, uh, are buying the, they, they want to buy the locket and they tell Theodore they want to buy it. How much is it? And he's like, just take it and get out of here. So that is their, uh, symbol of their love and commitment to one another. A locket is a opens, free necklace. It's a it free necklace. It opens and closes, and only one person can wear it at a time. That's the symbol of mm-hmm. their love. So yeah. Yeah. So uh I the best part about that plot line was really how short it was. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> there was not a lot going on. And it really does start to no. feel more and more like Chris and Anne just are ready to leave the
1: show. Yeah. So, should we leave? Should bummer. not? Should we stay? Just like their marriage. Yeah, Come on, guys, and
0: you know, Anne is gonna go and start doing a whole bunch of great shows, um, like Angie Tribeca. That's the one. <laughs> That's it. What else has she done?
1: Um, she was in the office.
0: That was before this. I. I Why well, I no? Yeah, so I don't, what, I, I don't know what that. Uh, I don't know what I don't know what she's up to now. So Rashida Jones, hope you are doing all right. Rob Lowe went on to go and be in nine one one or rescue or nine one one Texas or it whatever it is
1: Texas, yeah.
0: So and uh, yeah, and he also uh, made a documentary about hunting Bigfoot with his sons. So. He's doing fine. Did they? Did they catch him? No.
1: No. Bigfoot. No. Oh.
0: They, oh, they caught Rob Lowe.
1: Yeah, on camera. Yeah, on camera. Yeah. So he
0: can be filmed. He's never blurry. <laughs> Best Mitch Hedberg <laughs> joke. Yeah. Maybe Bigfoot is blurry. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love him. I love his jokes. All right, so. Ben now uh, is hosting an open door cheese party uh, to welcome people into his office as he's the new city manager. Um, And uh, the uh, Ben is, uh, Andy and Donna and April are in the office. And there's a few people in the background, too. And Ben comes up, you guys enjoying that cheese? It's unpasteurized. And Andy, like, spits the food out of his mouth. It's like, what does that mean? And I I don't care. And then he just eats it. Um, And Bun's like, technically, it's illegal in this country. I smuggled it back from (laughs) Paris. Um, So he is, uh, you know, a wild man. Uh, And so but he's trying to be chill and say, like, hey, welcome. I want you guys to have a, uh, you know, treat my office like a clubhouse, total open door policy on be a friend and your boss, which is a weird dynamic. Uh, And uh, and then April's like, are you in a cult? Can I join? let's sacrifice Larry. Uh, So, um, so then it goes to uh, a talking head where he's explaining, trying to break the ice. Uh, Chris was always so nice. And I was the one with the, had to bring the hammer. But now that Chris is gone, Ben has to do both. So he's like, everyone's the best. We're cutting vacation time. Um, So he, uh, yeah. So he comes back to the office, like, Hey everybody, listen real quick. I have some super cool new rules. (laughs) And he hands them uh, these binders. He's being influenced by Leslie. Um, and, uh, and he's like, Oh, nice new rules. He's like, and they're super mandatory. Uh, one of them is you can't use Facebook anymore. And Ben's like, yep. Time waster. And uh, kills productivity. And so Donna and April are not really cool with this. Um, and uh, so then sanitation comes in uh, and, and, He's like, "Hey, sanitation, let's talk health insurance. Your dependents don't have any more. Have some illegal cheese. Then uh, <laughs> they see you can't use a cell phone on property, and bathroom breaks should be limited to five minutes. And Andy says, "I can't shower in five minutes. Um, so what's he been doing <laughs> in the bathroom at work? <laughs> that requires uh, a uh, a shower. So but Donna points out that he's, you know, uh, he's so he's really uptight and he's going to pop. Uh, and so, yeah, so they decide that they are going to prank him. Uh, and the police come to his open house and, uh, and Hey, he's like, Hey, the boys in blue. And, uh, and, and they say, we got a tip of, of some, and in- food entering the country illegally <laughs> and he's like no it's just cheese i got it in france did you declare it on your customs form and re-enter re- the country we're gonna need you to come down to the station <laughs> he's like, are you sure this is necessary <laughs> it's just really good cheese uh, you should try some <laughs> are you trying to bribe us <laughs> no and he's like freaking out and he's just puts his hands up i surrender and they start walking him out and he's like flinching down he's like okay okay so totally freaking out uh being uh, arrested, which is so wonderful. Uh, so then they get him down to the station, and the officers like, "We got a couple of custom agents coming. They are not happy." And he's like, "I can't believe this. I never break the law. I never even jaywalked. Never. Well, I mean, sometimes just added to the charges." <laughs> and then uh, he's like, "Well, we we got a hit on your prints. Uh, seems you were on it for tax fraud in Colorado." He's like, "I've never even been to Colorado. I had a layover once. Like, you just can't keep your story straight, can you?" <laughs> And then uh, the officer's like, here comes the custom guys now. And it's Donna and Andy and April. And they're like, ha ha, look at your stupid face. We Let's get a picture. Uh, and like, you seemed up tight. So we thought we'd have a little fun with our new boss. <laughs> he's like, ha you got me, you scamps. Scamps. So, he's not very happy about this.
1: Good one. Making me think I was going to die like in federal prison.
0: Yeah, uh, that's so great. Great joke. Uh, so then Andy comes uh, later to Ben's office, like, "Hey, I was just printing out my Minesweeper high score.
1: <laughs> and I don't even know how you would print that out." I think you just print. I think I think you just print the uh, the page yes. that has just all of the 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 mines or the flags. And it says you won. Uh,
0: you think that's it? Because yeah. like, I haven't played Minesweeper in a long time. Does it actually like? <laughs> well, it, no, it goes like, by the
1: it goes by the grid it's right. the size of grid and the number of and i think the number of flags is or mines is constant so there's no, no real it adjusts score. by the size of the the grid so like yeah easy uh, is 10
0: right mines medium is a bigger grid but it has 50 mines and then expert is like bigger and 100 mines right but i
1: think i think high score is time how fast can you clear it oh is it time I think it's I think it's based on time because I think the okay. number of mines per grid is the same
0: now did you ever do the move where you could adjust <laughs> it and customize the game
1: oh yeah to where and you can put like one mine for the whole and you just like one it mine
0: right and you click it one time and it uh, clears the board yeah, yeah uh, I did, always it, made me I feel did smart. it once in a while but yeah I, but, but it felt cheating yeah it did it was great uh <laughs> I loved when, like, you are playing like in expert mode, right? And you click that one spot that like clears out most of the board every once in a while, right? It's like, man, I am saving lives. I'm sweeping. There's minds a trailer. Like there,
1: there's a there's a trailer somewhere. I, th- I think it was a funnier Die trailer. I can't remember where they created. Um, like they they made a trailer for based on the hit video game Minesweeper. It's a movie. About guys who go out and are trying to sweep mines to save the world. <laughs> I, would, I would I would watch that. But it would quite, be great though, funny
0: if in if that was a real movie is if the people playing Minesweeper come to find out they're actually giving orders to real minesweepers. Oh wow. So like a Ender's game situation? <laughs> yeah, then it gets dark kind of not unlike the ad that's on top of my imdb window right now for a knock knock at the cabin by m night Shyamalan, where uh drax comes to this house and tells Mm -hmm, people mm -hmm. like hey if you don't do this people will die yeah uh, yeah similar kind of thing maybe that's why i'm thinking about it that way i probably won't see that movie either of those minesweeper or knock at the
1: cabin but we'll see i don't think they actually made minesweeper uh, it was more of a, a prank kind of trailer. Knock at the cabin. I might watch. We I I went down the the M Night Road. Uh, we watched um, Sixth Sense and then just watched Unbreakable. So yeah, Un- uh, Unbreakable is fantastic. Yeah. So I kind of want to see what they do with with this. Knock at the cabin. Did you so, watch The Visit? I have not. I don't think I've watched The Visit. No. It's uh, it's good. Okay. Recommend. Cool. That's all I can say about it. Recommend.
0: Yeah. You'll watch it for a long time and you'll be like, what's happening? (laughs) And then things happen. Like a movie. You know, as they do. So... Uh, so yeah, so Andy is uh, notices a memo as he's printing out his high score from Minesweeper, and he's like, uh, and he's like, oh, you're you're punishing us, um, and, uh, and I was like, no, it's just a warning memo, like, hey, all in good fun, but I'm your boss, and if you do it again, you're suspended, that kind of thing. So, uh, and he's like, listen, I know you're the governor or whatever, and I'm just government junior, um, but he's like, you're you're blowing it. You have to play along. Don't punish them. Prank them back and so Ben's like, okay, I could I could loosen up a little bit, I don't know how to pull a prank and he's like, ah, ah I got you like one time, I, I did the best prank, I dumped all my boss's action figures in a fish tank and Ben's like, that was me and I really didn't like it <laughs> classic <laughs> classic <laughs> uh, so um, so then Andy comes into the park's office like quickly, he's like, you guys, you guys, be cool uh, Ben wants to prank you, got a little out of hand <laughs> Brunch of this said no to some of his ideas But it's on his way right here Just be cool as so a Ben comes in Hey, Jeremy Would you read Ben's lines?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, hold on uh, oh, oh, I'm Ben Okay, here it is You're Ben, um, yeah Hey, hey guys What's up? Um, oh, I just remembered Can I show you something out to the front area? And Leave your cell phones because of no reason. Just leave anything that can't get wet, actually, like you would normally. Okay, here we go to the parking lot now. Wow, this is really sad. (laughs) Keep going. Yep. Follow to me, guys. Uh, Just going to the parking lot for normal government reasons. So, uh, oh, i oh, sorry. I can't do this. I was going to pull he's a prank. He's sweaty as he's doing all of
0: this and panicking,
1: <laughs> <No>. bent over. <laughs> I was going to pull a in prank. The- <laughs> yeah, I hired these guys to ski masks to kidnap us. So I was going to pretend to be a hero. They were going to shoot me and drive the van into the river. And that's when the scuba diver is going to come in, pull you guys out of the water, be the same on the shore. Like, hey, you guys get pranked much? <laughs> What the bleep, <laughs> and then they even have he's got squibs and his yeah, which are like special effects for gunshots, right?
0: And uh, and then Andy's like, and that's when I push this button, and he pushed the button, and then all the squibs go off. And April is like, oh wow, you got blood all over me, thank you, I mean it. This is the best prank ever. Um, yeah, I, I, I just love ben wyatt (laughs) the line uh follow to
1: me guys follow to me guys (laughs) okay here we go to the parking lot now for normal government reasons, um,
0: yeah. Ah, excellent delivery, Jeremy. Excellent delivery. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I just, yeah. Oh, um, oh, I just remembered. <laughs> Can I show you something out to the front area?
1: <laughs> and his whole body language, his posture is just like his, his like shoulders are kind of slumped, like, but he's yeah. looking down, but also kind of like a little manic. Oh, it's so great. He's
0: he's a combination <clears throat> of manic and trying to be casual right where like, manic, yeah, yeah.
1: "No, don't worry about it hey,
0: i'm good it's like when somebody's like on drugs and they don't want anybody else to know they're on drugs like that, that i don't know what to do with my hands yeah that that exact thing where he's like i don't know how to do this at
1: all um do does everybody
0: just take one step at a time
1: <laughs> just act normal what do i do with my hands can i get another coffee mug
0: <laughs> that guy was funny but jeremy is referencing a comedian in the seattle area who was making a joke about being on meth and forgetting how his arms work
1: <laughs> oh wait no you're talking I you about cracker cracker dust but cracker yes dust. i was talking about jack from 30 rock He was oh, trying yeah. to shoot a commercial yeah i was then maybe we're thinking out there's another there's a comedian no, I, who- you, with the banana like banana hands. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Cuz you went to shows with me for that. Yeah. So right. that guy was that guy was very funny. Uh, he did not win. Turns out people don't think meth's funny yet. Not yet. So. Yeah, maybe a couple weeks. Someday. So, yeah, so that's the the Ben storyline, new boss trying to make uh Oh, there's another little section Oh, there's the the, the, the yeah, sorry. I, it's a different color, so I got lost. Uh so they had a bar later. And uh, and Ben's like I'm yeah, sorry about Jason, the
1: new rule. Jason switched from like peach, peachy pink color to like this <laughs> orange color, orangey yellow color. In this, I just I need to keep you guys updated on Jason's choice of colors. I think he was subliminally uh, affected by the um, Ann and Chris storyline with the baby because we have like blue, pink, and white. It's like a peachy pink, but and then at the end, I think he had a stroke and just did the section orange for no reason. So well, hopefully, hopefully you're okay. I'm fine. Let me explain to you what actually happened. I
0: please I did explain this. to me the thing. I normally do this on my computer, but my computer was all the way in my bag next to my chair, and I was like, I don't want to get it out. Yeah. So I did this on my phone <laughs> this morning, and uh, the color selection. Option on the phone looks different than the color selection option on my computer. And so, as I was selecting the colors here at the end, um, it had been uh, like 10 seconds since I had recently changed the color for the previous Ben section. And I forgot which one it was. And I was like, I could go check. And I thought, no one's going to care.
1: <laughs> little did you <he> know
0: <laughs> i I care I, I totally missed it and so now I know its like if I do this I gotta stay consistent but it it really was the the second lightest row of colors so that I could still see the letters in the in the text and uh I wanted them to contrast from one another enough that I would be able to see that's that is everything. So if my con- my, my conscience, if my subconscious was saying baby stuff, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> the bar. I I, fi- I fixed it on Live. your end, on air. No, uh, I sent you a copy. We're not collaborating right now. Oh. <laughs> so it's your end is fine. Story of
1: our lives. <laughs> We're not. I get it now. It's only taken 101 episodes. We're not collaborating. You're just recording a podcast on your side.
0: Yeah, this is really just part of a work release thing I have to do.
1: <laughs> You're just getting hours. I love it. Perfect. Uh, yeah, it's a community service. It's commun- yeah. I'm like your little, I'm like your little buddy, you know, I got a, the little podcasters network. <laughs> part of a make a wish. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this wasn't even my wish, man. You asked me.
0: <laughs> I have some bad news, Jeremy. Who's helping who? I <laughs> have bad news, I Jeremy. I have a terminal condition. <laughs> uh, you're fulfilling my wish of finishing this Ben plotline. So, All right. I do uh, it. So they're at the bar. He's like, listen, I really do need you to respect me. And Andy says, I respect you, little buddy. Come here. And he gives him a Nookie. <laughs> It's uh, <laughs> a <to> respect Niggy. <laughs>
1: and,
0: uh, and then Donna's like We didn't prank you because we don't respect you We do it because we love you And then Andy spells out respect
1: R-E-S-P-E-G-C Well that's <laughs> and, actually not how respect is spelled
0: Well according to Urethra Franklin That's exactly how it's spelled <laughs> So uh, yeah So they they're all cool with everybody Things are fine
1: and Come a cop actually the comes and brings area. brings him a beer.
0: Yeah, yeah. That cop is great. He's he's great. And according to the trivia, they worked together in previous episode things. Uh, his his good name place is officer Killnose. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So they were on the good place, uh, and that's it. Anyway, okay. Uh, so you ready to talk about the Leslie and Tom plot line? Let's do it. Let's do it. Leslie is this is the credit scene at the very beginning. Uh Leslie is uh coming into a cold open, I should say. Uh coming in to interview for the Deputy Parks Director job. Uh and so she wants Ron to interview her and Ron's okay. like, "Well, it's your job, take it." Uh and Leslie's like, "I don't want any special treatment, so you need to interview me." Um and uh Ron's like, "Okay." So he interviews her. Uh and uh <laughs> he's like, "Why what do you believe should be the ultimate goal of this department? And this like, well, the ancient Greek version of the park was the Agora, a gathering place. And I was like, ah, he, he starts writing stuff down. I was like, what are you writing? Uh, what do you think is the best use of our yearly budget? And she says, maintaining our beautiful parks. I'm like, no, wrong answer. Give it all back to the taxpayers. <laughs> Um, it seems we have different fundament, uh, different philosophies. Uh, it's a miracle we have worked together before. Good day. And I uh, was and like, what are you doing? No, no, no more goofing around. Just tell me I have the job. And he walks her out and uh, he's like, we'll be in touch. I have a lot of other people to talk to. And then she's like, please give me special treatment. <laughs> so um, yeah, so she ends up getting the job. Uh, and first day gets back in the conference room and she notices a new display, everybody's spirit dogs. Uh, this happened while Leslie was very involved in city hall, uh, city city council stuff. And, uh, and so she has no idea what's going on with any of this. Um, and, uh, she's like, you guys think I'm a border collie? Uh, so obviously a cocker spaniel. Uh, and, uh, but April's like, nope. The Spirit Dog Committee ruled weeks ago, there's no appeals process. So, and Leslie's trying to like be cool with it. And like, I'm totally in on the joke. I get it. Um, and uh, maybe we should just get back to work. And that classic border collie <laughs> has to control everything. So, um, yeah. So then Tom's like, all right, first on the agenda, I'm going to bring a lemonade stand idea to the business co- coalition. Um, and it's it's good to go and uh he's like can i get a what what and i like what unless he says what <laughs> so it, it worked um and uh, so unless he's like what is this idea and ron explains that tom uh found out that the guy who is running the hot stew stand <laughs> lafayette Park <laughs> is retiring so tom who's the Pawnee's new business liaison went to indiana brothers juice company to rent it out as a lemonade stand and which is like such a good idea and so surprising like that tom would do this like this is awesome and leslie should be really excited about it um yeah and uh, Tom's excited. He downloaded an app for nine dollars that pops champagne whenever he says something <laughs> awesome.
1: <laughs> and, yeah, but uh, it's it's good champagne,
0: I guess. Um, and uh, and so uh, Les is like, "Well, I'll do an environmental impact study." Ron, you can do some demographic research. And Tom's like, "Don't don't worry about it. Tommy's taking care of all every last detail." Uh, and it's like, "What can I do to help?" And they're like nothing. Uh, and uh, so she's like, okay, no one needs me. She gets up. She's like, well, I can straighten this picture for you. And she straightens it. And then it immediately falls to the ground. And uh, she's pretty bummed about that. So <laughs> um, so then next day, Jerry comes into the conference room. is like, what happened to our spirit dogs? And Leslie came up with a better game. Behold your spirit kangaroo. Uh, and turns out almost everybody's a blue flyer because <laughs> there's not that many types of kangaroos. Um, now. I love this part because my high school mascot was the kangaroo, and I have to point it out every time kangaroos come up. It was a part of the Go pact Kangs. we made. Go Kangs! Purple and white. Kangaroos. Fight. Yeah, kangaroos are vicious. Wait, yeah. a pack? A pact? A pact? Yeah, we made a pact. When, like when we graduated. you graduated,
1: like the, yeah. you have to, re- yeah. Anytime kangaroo gets mentioned, yep. mention- That was my high school. My high school Juanita mascot. High
0: school, Lake Washington High School
1: lake washington high school yeah
0: Wenita is the ravens now it used to be the rebels we went over this like 12
1: episodes ago <laughs> all right no need you, no need to rehash history yeah
0: you looked it up yeah. while we were talking i remember because i i yeah anyway um uh yeah so there's uh, everybody's kangaroos now leslie took a cool fun thing and made it like my high school worst. And, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. So Leslie's like, all right, uh, presentations are coming up. Tom, what step are you on in the Leslie Note Project Preparedness Super System? Uh, and, and I was like, once you went to City Council, we kind of stopped doing that. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, it's like eighty-something steps. And she's like, this is a this is something I developed over thousands of presentations over the past 10 years it's my very soul Um, and Tom's like I got my own system step one chill out a bit step two get up there and rip it
1: (laughs) Uh, which is a great plan for Tom and so uh, or any any 90s energy or any drink like energy drink yes or any Dorito commercial from the 90s chill and rip I went to
0: I went to Taco Bell recently
1: (gasps) congratulations
0: thank you um i did not know that they have a diet baja blast mountain dew Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's it's pretty good (laughs) and it's like exclusive to taco bell and i might have to make taco bell into my regular rotation um And that's that
1: I think the whole (laughs) I think Taco Bell gets a bad rap for I mean, I'm sure there's really terrible locations, but they really up their ingredient game. I feel recently due to the backlash of like, you know, Taco Bell, you know, just feeling bad after you eat it. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know if that joke still stands. You know, the whole Oh, I had Taco uh, Bell half an hour ago and I regret it, you know.
0: I I had Taco Bell like 4 days ago and I'm still feeling fine. Um <laughs> just wait. What what turned me on Taco Bell all those years many years ago was I went into the one in Totem Lake that was closest to my house mm-hmm. and I looked into the kitchen area. Um and kitchen is in heavy quotes. Uh and the they had like you know when you go get your oil changed and they have like all of the hoses over like hanging over the work area.
1: Right. For all the Um, oils and lubricants and and
0: stuff. Yes. Yes, exactly. All the fluids. And I saw a guy pull something like that down from the ceiling and squirt out sour cream. (laughs) And I was like, I don't know if I want to eat here anymore.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What an efficient sour cream delivery system.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It sounds like a great idea. But since then, they have made it harder to see into the kitchen area at most Taco Bells. Mm -hmm. So it's
1: better now out of sight out of mind. <laughs> exactly. Give me that 99 cent burrito.
0: I'm good now. Oh man, it, I uh, yeah, I I bought so much food for $10. And I was like, this is amazing. And then I saw on Instagram cuz it knows what I'm doing. Somebody like right, right. I got all of these like Taco Bell hacks where you like get just a quesadilla and then put tacos in the quesadilla and close it back up and then eat it that way. I was like, ah, I'm doing that. <laughs> so anyway that's my new super system um Sweet. so yeah so uh leslie is not happy that tom's not doing the the way the project the way she thinks he sh- he should do it and ron's like this is his project just let him do it uh he's uh, and, uh, and she's like, we, but it's an 80 step system that led to, and I quote the most thorough and dare say, dare we say at times over prepared presentation that we've ever seen. And that's from the Indiana blue ribbon panel on irrigation and drainage. So mm, high praise stuff. Um, and Tom's like, fine, I'll go back to your system. You're the big dog around here. Big kangaroo. <laughs> and thank you. Uh, so yeah. So Leslie is trying to get back in charge of things. Uh, but then she comes to Tom's desk and sees that uh, he hasn't really done anything uh, from the binder, and and how does she know that, Jeremy? How does she know that Tom has
1: not been working the system? Because she placed a single strand of hair along the edge, and that secret strand is unbroken. Yeah,
0: and Ron is instantly curious. Whose hair is that? It's brown. And for Ron, this becomes a puzzle. (laughs) He smells it. (laughs) Ron loves puzzles, so and scavenger hunts, all that. So this is this is a good. This is now like the most important thing for him. So he's trying to figure out what this hair is, Um, unless he continues to point out all of the ways that her her system is superior. Hard data. Facts to make your case. You need two funny quotes and an inspirational one. You know, classic. Ha ha. Hmm. Uh, and uh, and Tom's like, you need to take a page out of my system and chill out. I got this. And uh, yeah, Leslie is not not happy. He's like, you're gonna fail. You're a ticking time bomb. And uh, and then. Ron's still trying to figure it out. And he finally is like, this is an elk hair. And, uh, let like, yes, of course it's the most effective hair for binary security. You know that Ron, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, he should so, have known from the beginning. Yeah. He's a hunter. So, and so, yeah, so Leslie is not going to sit idly by and watch Tom fail. Uh, so she decides to come up with her own plan. Uh, and she goes to see Stu, the owner of Stu's Stews, And, uh, He, uh, She's like, I know you're trying to retire, but let me ask you to reconsider. Um, Let's keep that Lafayette Park stand pumping out the stew like you do. Uh, And he's like, I really am looking forward to uh, getting down to some new hobbies. Thinking about getting into bisques, Stu. You've been a staple Mm. of the park too too long. Screw bisque. (laughs) And he's like, that makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Screw bisque. That makes a lot of sense. That's all stew needed. Uh, and so he's like, "All right, let's do it." I'm back in, uh, and she's so like, "All right, we're going to convince the council to keep you around. Uh, I can do that. Don't worry about it." And then Stew calls out, "Let's get some stew flutes, please, <laughs> to celebrate, uh, and come in with some uh, delicious uh, champagne glasses full of stew. Just it's on hand at this place. I I don't understand so many things." <laughs>
1: About that, what is all a those huge, and it's a huge, it's a huge office too. Like if you look in the yeah. background, like it's a yeah. this is a large office complex. Just making stew, just making stew. So, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. And he hadn't even gotten into bisques yet. I mean, that that's the Screw crazy bisques. thing. Screw <laughs> bisques Yeah, I don't know. That's just. A I don't whole even know thing. if I could really say what a bisque is. Is it just like a creamy soup? Oh. It is a creamy soup. Yeah. A bisque is a soup, but it's just how the, the, the cream is introduced into it versus, like, like say, a chowder. A, chow- a bisque is a, is a creamier texture, whereas a chowder has the chunks still in it. Oh. All, all right. soups all fall under the umbrella soup. Where would you put chili? So, uh, that's an outlier. That's more you're going towards the stew into okay. chili right so is stew a soup that's a great question that's that's good um on the on the on the it's more it's on the spectrum, spectrum you know like like yeah it's like it's like how solid how solid is this so if you were just yeah. to say it's like a like it, you know is it the base is it like the broth you know portion the watery mm-hmm. portion of it mm-hmm. or it, is mm-hmm. the cream versus you know cuz chili has liquid in it it all has to you know it's not just like beans and meat that's weird yeah uh, i don't know i don't know
0: i think it really has to be more like a like a grid graph with different quadrants
1: sure but what are you going with e- soup stew chili like well you've got your uh, temperature they're all, they're all soups oh like gazpacho then is right. way way over down its own corner of soup. Yeah, so you got temperature, temperature. consistency, mm-hmm.
0: um, color, <laughs> green base, <laughs> uh, desirability. Because <laughs> spachos way down there at the end, and then on the other side is desirability, which would be like delicious chili. chili so anyway all right well this is a project for me for the rest of the afternoon so let's hurry up and get this done uh okay (laughs) just kidding just
1: kidding we're gonna take forever speaking of projects i totally you remember the whole philip the leader of snot thing with sneezes yes did you do it i didn't do it i forgot oh okay i also forgot that we were gonna try to do that so um i was kind of hoping there'd be an email and i'd be like oh yeah that's what i got too Thanks, guys. <laughs> what she said? Uh, no, there is there is no
0: email about it. So, all right, yeah, we'll just have to we have to stifle, do my own work. stifle our disappointment, I guess. All right, Stu listener, if you want to send us an email, <laughs> parksandconversation@gmail.com, and tell your friends. So, so Leslie comes to the meeting, and she's like, "I saved your bacon. Uh, things are going to go great. <laughs> I decided to bring Stu out of retirement, so pressure's off, and Tom is frustrated because like, I put so much time into all of this. Um, and, uh, and I was like, what, putting mousse in your hair? And and he's like, it's a gel-based serum. And second of all, who uses mousse still? Are you still using mousse, Leslie? <laughs> friend to friend. Are you still using mousse? And I was like, no, it's a juicy space thing. Whatever you do. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and Tom's like, do sales are flat. Lemon needs the future. I'm going on my presentation and I'm, uh, and Leslie's like, I'm still going to do my stew presentation and we'll see which the one the community likes. So now it's head to head. Um, and Ron is, uh, not on board with this. And he's like, Leslie, look, I'm the last person to want to deprive the world of more stew, <laughs> but do, are you sure you want to do this? And, and Leslie's like, I love Tom, but he's not ready to step up. And Ron's like, listen, he is, Uh, he started his own business. He sold it for a profit. He has grown a long way. He's been working for you for six years. He's learned a lot from you. You got to let him do his job. And so that kind of changes Leslie's perspective because Ron is a voice of wisdom. And uh, so they go ahead, they meet with the business council um, and they're talking about the Lafayette Park. And uh, Leslie uh, is going to present first. And... And so she says, uh, they ask, why do you think we should renew Hot Stew's le- Hot Stew's lease? <laughs> I love that his name, just Hot Stew. Um, <laughs> well, it's because of Stew, man who was ready to retire, spend more time with his family, travel, then he realized, no, I want to spend my time in a small metal box all summer, bent over a boiling cauldron of steaming, bubbling meat. Making Stew is hard. Up at the crack of dawn, backbreaking labor, your clothes smelling like salt and gristle. Sure, maybe the profits are minimal, but Stew doesn't care about that. Maybe a year extension is enough. Maybe he should make it five years. Heck, why don't we give him a lifetime deal? I like to see Stu ladling out his pungent beef smoothies until <laughs> <laughs> we bury him under that shed. And then Stu gets up and is like, I think I made a mistake. <laughs> uh, so the the commission is like, wow, that was bleak. Um, so Stu is removing himself from consideration. Uh, and then Tom gets up and he's, uh, he's like, all right. Leslie looks at him and is like, hey. Rip it, so Tom's ready to go. He's like, "There's nothing more American than lemonade." Just saying the word makes you want to drink some. Check under your seats, and everybody's got a classic, a lemonade with their name on it. And he's he knows like Carter wants classic, and Darvo pink lemonade. Um, and uh, and then he says, "Who likes laser shows?" <laughs> Which is a problem because his last laser show blinded Jerry, and he couldn't see. <laughs> purple anymore that was uh that was jerry's <laughs> fault he did look right into the laser <laughs> um and so but tom this time the laser show with actual information that shows like the 20 like the percentage of uh foot traffic in lafayette park is increasing um and indiana brothers is growing fast and he thinks it could increase government revenue 30 percent over the next five years now how much lemonade are they going to sell to increase mm-hmm. government mm-hmm. revenue by
1: thirty percent? It's Pawnee, man. I mean they they had Sweetums was almost they were going to put their their uh, Gatorade you know brand in the water fountains. So I mean, y- you know it's it's Pawnee. Yeah, I guess anything's possible. Anything's possible. But yeah. So and it could be just like 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 this one place, but then they could extend it to some of the other parks.
0: Yeah, I guess. I but 30%, 30%. That's insane <laughs> for revenue. I I It's a lot of lemonade. I, it's a lot of lemonade for a city budget <laughs> to increase revenue by 30% from this one change. If that if that was possible, Like every 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 county, every city would be clamoring for lemonade stands. Anyway,
1: I've never made any.
0: Maybe it's just because I've I've never made any money off a lemonade stand. We tried to do lemonade stand one time as as children in my parents' front yard, and uh, Mm -hmm. nothing. Nothing. Of course, it was a Thursday, middle of the day.
1: (laughs) Because people were working. It just because just it was February doesn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, somebody else already
0: booked out the weekend at my parents' yard. So.
1: <laughs> oh, you couldn't even get your own time, a good time slot. <laughs> like, you got to
0: work for it like everybody else, kids. This is capitalism. Uh, so they're in Ron's office, and uh, Tom says, Hey, here's a little gift for believing in me. It's a gel based hair serum. Enough with the move. Um, oh. That was hard to say enough with the moose for real. Um, And he leaves. And then uh, Leslie is like, Ron, you were right. Tom has grown up. Um, And uh, yeah, so he's she's having a bit of a uh, less than happy result in her the way she's talking about it. And And Ron's like, you seem merely overjoyed instead of irritatingly ecstatic, uh, and, uh, I was like, well, Tom's coming to his own April runs out of control. I mean, does this department even need me anymore? And Ron just says, no, we don't. And that's hard to hear for Leslie. Um, and I was like, April and Tom started out as two of the most apathetic people I'd ever met. That's why I hired them, but you turned them into efficient and caring government employees. This office can indeed function without you. Uh, and, uh, and I was like, is that a death threat? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Ron's like, you look this, you're on your way to bigger and better things. Uh, and whenever you do move on, you should know. And God help me. You've built a well-functioning government agency. She's um, a victim
1: of her own success.
0: Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and, uh, Les is like, oh, that reminds me. I know you don't open your mail, but I do. You won, uh, government employee of the month because of, putting Tom in his new business position and, uh, and she hands him a plaque and Ron instantly takes the plaque and runs home to his shop, cuts up the plaque Burns it, melts out down the metal, drives to Illinois, <laughs> and buries it on the other side of the <laughs> Illinois state line uh, because he doesn't want anybody to know that he was ever a government employee <laughs> of the month.
1: And I love the, like, he buries it and then he takes the branch and like scuffs the ground just to make sure no one can track his his uh, steps. Right, that, so, that part cracked me up. It's such a
0: great... Uh, great consistency here. Like Ron is running in a government agency well. And, um, you know, a lot of it is because of what Leslie did, but he's still in charge. <laughs> um, and anybody could just look that up. <laughs> but it's the government employee of the month. And like, no, no. This cannot be uh, a known fact. So no proof, no proof. Yeah. And that is. New Beginnings, season six, episode ten. So, overall, the end of New Beginnings. Overall, uh, you know, it's a f- it's a fine episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Ben line is great. It's so good. So, uh, yeah. Any? Yeah, you find ben, it, ben
1: was probably my, my favorite part of this one. Indeed, indeed, uh, indeed. If anything? No, not not really. No, you you hit the the one thing about the cop working with. Um, uh, Oh, what's his face <laughs> on on uh, the good place and all that. Will McLaughlin. So, yeah, Will McLaughlin. Um, Officer Killnose. No, no, there wasn't really a whole lot um, left on this one. Uh, next week is the farmer's market. Oh, charred bodies. Charred bodies. So, yeah, if, you know, between now and then, go go visit a farmer's market so it could be topical to you.
0: Uh, yes, that if you find a, a functioning farmer's market, at this time of In year January <laughs> that's exciting that's exciting let us know so, yeah let us know so we can support them not by giving money but just saying good job guys
1: <sighs> kudos to you hey if we end like right now I think yeah. even with the intro music and outro music we'll be under one hour let's do it bye bye